and welcome to episode 167 of the Startcast, Press Start Australia's weekly video game discussion podcast. I'm your host, Ruin Roxburgh, and I'm joined today by the man waging war and dodgy delivery tracking updates, James. Hi. I have an and update then, on that as well, by the way. <laughs> you have an update on tracking delivery. <laughs> yeah, it's delivery. quite exclusive, good. only here. It's so <laughs> annoying. <laughs> Uh, and we're also joined today by the man who wants graffitied Sonic's name in the pavement, Stephen. I did. I mean, if you didn't see the tweet, it was only in chalk, so I don't actually have a criminal record oh, for, gritty, for graffiti Sonic. Well, that's what my mum called it, and she made me clean it up. I really? had to go take I had to go take a like a cloth and a bucket of water and clean that up because that was not okay. <laughs> I thought I thought it was going to be wet concrete, and you like pencil. Yeah, me too. You oh gosh, just, like, engrave you... Sonic's name forever into the pavement. I could never do that. Do you know me? I'm terrified of authority, <laughs> <laughs> or at least I would have been at that point. I thought, like, yeah, having to wash chalk off would have turned you against authority. That would have been the start of rebellious ways. For all the you man know, it coming did. down on you for for chalking up the pavement. That is not. I just want to express fine. myself. You just need a rainy day, and that's gone. <laughs> True. What's your update on the delivery tracking situation? Oh, so kids? I got a text today saying, no, I got a text yesterday saying, hey, like, your delivery is coming tomorrow. How cool is that? And I'm like, yeah, cool. Um, <laughs> so cool. And then, like, I got, like, today I was like, okay, cool, waiting. And then I got a text at, like, 3 p.m. And it was like, mm. oh, we didn't realize it was a public holiday, so it's not coming today. It's coming tomorrow. And I was like, oh my God. What? Don't you... I was oh. like, I wish I could just reply to this bot and be like, don't even worry about it. But like, <laughs> we didn't realize. Like, like Australia Post, what calendars. are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> I, I know you're me- what you mean, though, because I saw your tweet and it's like just sort of reading, like, copied and paste, kind of like the basic sort of status you get. But it's always like you get the minutiae of it going through every, like, little bit in the processing center. Like, it, it's got, like, transferred from Derek to <laughs> Frank in the, <laughs> in the warehouse. Like, they've just kind of passed it into the back of the truck. You get, like, all these little updates. But then it just goes from being on the other side of the city to at your door. There's no, like, oh, hey, it's, it's five minutes away or something like that. Or, like, like even it's entered just straight. would have been, like, yeah. 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 It doesn't... It seems like you get all the useless kind of information and none of the important stuff. I just hate buying online. I know it's, like, such an old person thing, but, like, I just want everything now. Yeah. You know? I get that. It's a millennial thing. I kind of like always having something to look forward to, though. I <laughs> okay. kind of like that there's always something coming in the mail, but that requires you to always nah, order but my something. excitement's gone. I don't even want the item anymore, but... <laughs> <laughs> Send it back. <laughs> Cancel I, it. Any- I remember ordering a headset once and it got like bounced back twice and I was home the whole time and like oh. I just swear they weren't ringing the doorbell they would just like rock up in the early hours of the morning like just leave the note in the mailbox or whatever assume they were, they were too early or whatever and I was getting so frustrated with it that it, I got rescheduled the delivery for a day and I sat out front of my house <laughs> for three hours waiting for this package just sat there like reading the book on my front doorstep just waiting for this damn package I swear some of the time they're like, get out with the pre-written slip to say, oh, we missed you. It's like, you didn't even try. Come on. No. So true. Uh, Well, on the show this week, we're going to be discussing some Borderlands rumors and Cyberpunk 2077. Uh, But let's start the show by talking a bit about Pokemon. Um, Because there's been a few things that's happened in the last week, Pokemon related. But let's start with Sword and Shield being announced. Uh, they, of course, are the new, um, I guess, like, core sort of RPG titles that are coming to the Switch later this year. Uh, 
James, are you excited about more Pokemon games coming to Switch? Um, uh, I, I'll, I'll play it, <laughs> but I'm not ex- yeah. like I'm not excited. Like, whoa! Like, it does. It to me, it looks quite similar to the old games, which is fine. But mm. I don't know. I want something different now. You know? Yeah, I feel. I like don't know. I feel, I understand like why people are getting excited, and it's cool that there's a new gen and stuff, and there's gonna be new Pokemon and. The setting looks nice, uh, but that's mm-hmm. literally the only thing I can really say about it that has that that excites me. I guess. Yeah, yeah, I'm excited about the new setting. It's in uh, the Gengar region, which is kind of like modelled after the UK. So surprise, surprise, that's why I'm excited. Um, <laughs> there's already been some quality like British memes. Yeah, I've that, seen. Uh, <laughs> like, I'm set sure they're not going to let us anytime soon. Yeah, yeah, I know, right? <laughs> it's 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 going to be interesting. I hope there's some like political kind of barbs thrown in there. That would be. Can brilliant. you like not leave the border of Pokemon Town or something? Yeah. <laughs> Um, what about yourself, uh, Stephen? Are you going to be picking it up? And if so, which which version? Um, oh, gosh, version, I have no idea yet. Like, I'm definitely going to be getting this one. Um, gosh, I feel like I've already said in the past that, like, oh, Pokemon won't get me again. They've, you know, I wasn't ex- haven't been excited about it for a while. But I don't know. It's, it's Pokemon on a new system, and I'm keen to try it again. They're going to get my money yeah. again. Um, yeah, but which one? I have no idea. I'm going to be keenly f- sort of seeing which, you know, what it's different in each of them, the exclusives and stuff. But mm. I guess I th- I'll probably just end up getting whatever my friends don't is my normal uh, I think plan it's of interesting right. that it's gone back a bit from what they did in Let's Go in terms of the, mm. um, the battles and stuff. You couldn't before, like you could see the Pokemon on the map, but now I guess... I guess it's hard with this game as well, because there is over how many Pokemon now? Like, there's probably going to be in excess of 800? I have, they might I have already no have been. Now. Yeah, <laughs> and I guess the idea of having all of those Pokemon... I don't, I don't know how they're going to do it. I just think what a, it must be such a horrible problem that they have, where they just keep introducing Pokemon, and every Pokemon game that comes out has to have them all in there, if mm. you get my drift. Like, yeah. And gosh, I wonder if there'll be a way to like, you know, there's always that way to transfer stuff from past ones. Is there going to be some weird convoluted garbage way of getting it from DS to the Switch somehow? Who yeah, knows? I don't I don't think there'll be something like that. But I do always think about how these games are starting to get too big for their own good. And then I start to think about how how many different times you can have a Pokemon that's like a fire type and make it interesting or like mix them up with different types to make it interesting. Yeah. Um, like I think a, f- a few gens ago we got fire and water like in one type and I was like, this is getting a bit stupid now. Like, <laughs> yeah. <what? laughs> um, I think like the yeah. part I'm curious about, I've like, I haven't played let's go, so I don't really know too much about it, but the vibe that I got from a lot of people is that they were surprised at how much they enjoyed that it took out some of the more tedious aspects, like the, you can see them on the map, so you're not getting random battles. You mm. you know you don't have to fight to catch wild ones. It's just lots of little annoying time wastery bits were kind of removed. Yeah. Although I I figure that you know catching the same Pokemon a hundred times to evolve it, it like that Pokemon Go does kind of is another problem entirely. Um, uh-huh. But yeah, it'll be interesting to see this almost backward step in. Uh, player friendliness for want of a better term to I see how that goes too. like i don't know if that's controversial to say or not but <laughs> i i think let's go like it was i feel like let's go respected my time a bit more like i could do mm. a lot of stuff in an hour that i probably couldn't do now in the new ones uh but maybe there'll be there's other things like working behind the scenes that'll make it a bit easier to do what you yeah. want to do but i don't know 
I'm just. I think I'm just ready for like a total sort of overhaul of of the sort of Pokemon formula. I guess. Like, yeah, I've that's never. Me too. But this I, doesn't look like that. No, that's not, my problem. not an, And I'm sure that if that ever does eventuate, it's going to make a lot of people very angry. I get that. But I've just never really like. I've often picked up Pokemon games, but I've never really sunk in a lot of time to them just because it just kind of. It just feels overly repetitive for me, and there's like I need kind of more of a drive than just kind of collecting everything. Like that just doesn't really interest me all that much. Um, and I'm not a turn-based guy. Like I just turn-based combat just really just bores me. Um, so if yeah, if they ever like release a like a real-time beat 'em up Pokemon game, like I'm a hundred percent in. But I just yeah, um, can't isn't really get that excited Pokemon about a Pokemon game in the meantime. <laughs> Like Pokemon tournament, that's the fighting game that is yeah, Pokemon. But yeah, <laughs> not quite the way you think. Not yeah, not no. quite the same. Like I'm, <laughs> something enough. in between is what I, I think I'm kind of looking for. Um, but I probably am making people upset with that. Uh, so yeah. perhaps we'll just talk about uh, Detective Pikachu instead, because that was the other bit of Pokemon news that I wanted to chat about with you guys. Um, just after we recorded the last episode, uh, there was obviously this announcement, but around the same sort of time, they dropped another uh, another trailer for Detective Pikachu. Um, I think we might have talked about it briefly once before, but I, what do you guys make of the look of this film? I think it looks cool. Yeah, me too. I'm that's really about all I feel. That's about all I feel. I'll see it. <laughs> that's, there's a lot of Pokemon in there, more than I thought they would bother with for the first movie. Um, yeah. You know? But yeah, they've yeah. done a lot of work to kind of a little bit at least make the Pokemon appear like they fit into the environment a little bit. Like uh, they, uh-huh. the way that they physically look, they're kind of weird and furry or you know whatever texture I guess each Pokemon would have. But as well as that, like I guess in the games you'd often see, haha, the Machoke is carrying the Girder. But you know, seeing that in a realistic city setting is kind of interesting i guess yeah. it's sort of seeing how they, they fit into a real world scenario they kind of look like those images you see online when like a real artist makes a cartoon character oh, in real life and the kind like of that bit kind terrifying of <laughs> yeah that terrifying mario one yeah <laughs> yeah oh I'm, I'm really soaked by the look of the film like i, I think it's just kind of goofy and fun i think like ryan um reynolds as pikachu is just a stroke of genius um, I love that he kind of just is very much playing himself uh, as Pikachu. Um, I can't I wait. I think he's it. typecast as himself from now on, basically. <laughs> yeah, I don't think he can ever really do anything else. Um, what did you make of the sort of reveal of Mewtwo in the trailer? Did that I catch you by surprise? Don't know. It, it did catch me by surprise. I have no idea what it means. Whether I guess. Maybe that's going to be a big part of the guy? actual story. Yeah, like I don't know that. We didn't know much about the story as such, aside from, isn't it like the main character wanting to find his dad or something? Yeah, I, I something can't like fully that. remember, but I guess Mewtwo has something to do with it. Maybe, maybe mm. his dad was a scientist who created Mewtwo, and then Mewtwo's like, "I don't like you," and kidnapped him, and we have to save him with one-liners and coffee or something. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> one-liners and coffee. Yeah. Uh, if only that was the solution to everybody's problem. I don't think it's going to be the solution to oh, the problems that they're facing at Starbreeze Studios. Uh, I don't know if you guys <sighs> caught in the week, but Overkill is The Walking Dead is, is kind of dead now. Um, after being panned by critics, uh, Skybound have revoked the license to The Walking Dead property from Starbreeze, forcing the cancellation of the console versions of the game. In a statement, Skybound wrote, We did our best to work with Starbreeze and resolve many issues that we saw with the game, but ultimately Overkill is The Walking Dead did not meet our standards. 
nor is it the quality that we were promised. We are exceedingly sorry to our fans and share in their disappointment in the game. Uh, James, how does how does this strike you? What a rollercoaster for, <laughs> for fans of this game. Like, yeah. Where it was revealed it's... so long ago, and then it kind of went quiet for a bit, and then they re-revealed it. Everyone was, like, super hot for it. And mm. then it came out on PC, I think, December last year, or November last year. Yeah. Um, I don't think anyone heard anything about it. And now that's it. <laughs> it's over. Yeah. The dream is over. Yeah, <laughs> and you've got to assume that there'll be no, like, ongoing sort of support for the PC version as well, like... I assume so, and it's like this is like a multiplayer game mainly, isn't it? So yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, from everything I've read, it sounds like the player base just kind of like dramatically dropped off, like after launch. There's just I don't know if there's anyone really on the servers anymore as it is. It kind of sucks. Yeah, like, um, do I, you think I, it's Sorry. not? Yeah, no, no, I don't know. I was just saying I personally don't care too much. Like not, not a franchise mm-hmm. I'm too into, but like I know that this game was set up with seasons and stuff, so it was definitely meant to be, I guess, expanded as time went by and a lot of people have made have invested in it and now. Do you think the like the too many zombies kind of thing has like played a factor in this? Because I know people talk about sort of being sick of, of zombie games. I don't know. Gosh, <laughs> are we there again? I feel like we've been in the I'm sick of zombies time like 10 years ago maybe or maybe yeah. even longer they they just come and go in cycles and they become cool again when a cool tv show mm. comes out and then that's true here we are again and everyone's it's... still really excited about days gone right right i think the sentiment <laughs> the sentiment has turned around for days gone but i definitely don't care but um skybound are the guys who were who were doing that like picked up telltale walking dead as well hey I think Skybound, because they've always had their name attached to that Walking Dead one. Are they yeah. like a, a publisher or somehow related to Telltale? Uh, I can't yeah, remember I what think, their situation is. I thought Skybound is. was like um, Robert Kirkman's kind of property house or something. Like, oh, yeah, I think, it is. You're right. Okay. I think like they kind of own the property like from the comics to the show to everything, I think. Mm. Um, I should double check that though. Um, but Stephen, do you think this will spell the end for Starbreeze? I mean, yeah, it wasn't kinda, long ago they're applying for a voluntary administration. I've got a bit of a question. Like, weren't Starbreeze good? Like, didn't they? Are yeah. they the ones that made the darkness? And everyone like it didn't sell amazingly, but it doesn't. Everyone sort of critically really like the stuff that they make. Um, I don't know about the darkness, but the, I mean, they made the Payday series, which I played a lot of oh. and loved, and that was very successful for them. I thought so. Yeah, it's kind of all a bit yikes. I, as it's a, weird. Yeah, like the, the Walking the Dead is, is one of theirs as well. Yeah, it's kind of like cursed. Like you had the one good Walking Dead series, and then there was that weird uh, like three sixty era Walking Dead game that was just a complete garbage fire. Mm. And now this, it's like it's a cursed property. Don't touch it. It's finished. Yeah. Yeah, it's rough. I'm. I feel bad for him because uh, I did. Like yeah. I said, I did really enjoy the the payday games. Um, I'm looking at some of it now. They they published um, Dead by Daylight as well. Like they've had oh. a, they've had a few successes. So for things to sort of turn around so dramatically is uh, kind of confronting. Yeah, let's let's hope things you know work out in some way. I don't know how businesses work terribly much, but <laughs> fingers crossed, I guess. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's going to be a wait and see. Uh, and it's going to be a similar sort of approach to Borderlands 3 as well, because there were some rumours circulating uh, this week that we are 
uh, maybe a month away from a, a Borderlands 3 announcement. Uh, Gearbox have announced that they'll be holding a main theatre show at PAX East 2019 uh, featuring never-before-seen reveals. Uh, the panel will be happening March 28th. Um, so, yeah, sorry, sooner, sooner than that. Um, and the description reveals... Quote, this is your opportunity to get a behind-the-scenes look at Gearbox Software and Gearbox Publishing, along with the latest news and updates from the makers of Borderlands, Battleborn, Brothers in Arms, and more. We will have never-before-seen reveals, exclusives, and surprises, so don't miss out. Uh, James, do you think there will be Borderlands shown? I think we're overdue. Um, Battleborn came out three years ago. That was their last game they were working on before they said they'd move on to a... Borderlands. Mm. Um, maybe mm. they had to financially <laughs> recoup after Battleborn. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I so how I quickly think, that game was embraced from my memory. Yeah, I think most the most of the buying public would agree with you. But uh, I just don't know <laughs> if, um, like, is, do people reveal games at PAX East, or is it like just yeah? A, I don't know. I, I don't if think they we do, can really whatever, read can... into that like description all that much as well. Like, yeah. I can't imagine we're getting a Battle Porner Brothers in Arms game, so why do we assume that because Borderlands is in the mix there as well, that, I don't know. It just kind of seems have... more like a like a meet-the-dev sort of event, if you ask I me. I think Borderlands is coming this year. I 100% reckon that's going to happen. Yeah. Um, whether it's announced here or not, I don't know. Maybe it's just going to be like, here's a logo, it's coming. Yeah, more at E3 more. or something, yeah. a tease like that. Um, but we'll see, I guess. Yeah. Uh, Stephen, what would are you much of a Borderlands guy? Would you have particular I, hopes for this game? I'm yeah, I'm going to be interested to see how it goes. Like I played the first Borderlands, and I played a little bit of Borderlands two, and I think yeah. at the time, like Borderlands one, I enjoyed the mechanically, but found a little bit iffy, sort of like tone and humor wise, and two mm-hmm. kind of pushed it a bit further. Like I I feel like among the people that I talk to, the Borderlands series has kind of gone off the edge of like, this is trying too hard to be funny or a different kind of humor than they really enjoy. So we've kind of, you know, gone off the whole idea of Borderlands, but Mm -hmm. I'm not going to assume that the, you know, people I associate with represent, you know, most people, maybe a lot of people are still into it, but yeah, I guess it'll be, yeah, I mean, I I guess if they are, then it could be okay. I don't know we're not, but I I think it's a brand that, People like, um, even Claptrap. People love him. Still, yeah. no. I know um, the Tales of the Borderlands as well. The Telltale one was like massively popular, and I think yeah, that I did sort of hear a lot of positivity around that. Of it a lot mm. more than yeah, built like building off the games, I guess. Um, James, do you think like it's going to be influenced much by the sort of games as a service loot shooter sort of formula that we've seen, like the likes of Destiny and now Anthem, I guess, as well. Um, yes. Although, yeah. the, to me, like, Borderlands did all that better first. Do you know? Like, mm. I don't know. But then I know I think a lot of people 2K is publishing it, so, you know, anything's possible. Um, in terms of, like, money and stuff. Like, look at NBA, yeah. look at um, WWE, all those games. I think it definitely won't be the same game as the first three were. Mm. Um, yeah. But we'll wait and see, I guess. We'll have I to would wait be, and see, yeah. I would be interested to see because the the fact that Borderlands gives like Borderlands' big thing was it had those procedurally generated guns, like over a bajillion is what they used to say. Oh, yeah. that's right. Yeah, and um and that was their thing, and like that now I don't know if like with how mm-hmm. games get released now, like games like Anthem and Destiny, if they would want to give people all of that because then what can you sell them? 
yeah. separately. I don't know. I could be wrong. Um, but if they'd rip that out of it, that's very core to like what Borderlands was. So I don't know if they would be stupid enough to do that. But well, strange things have happened. So mm, mm. I don't know. I'm sure they could it's put hard. some way around it. I like how I just say like a lot and then I say I don't know at the end and that just makes <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking that as well. I feel like it's always a I guess we're gonna have to wait and see. Well, that's like all I feel we like that's do. our catchphrase here on the <laughs> here on the Starcast. Yeah. Um I was gonna point though, pick up though. Uh, you said you've been playing some anthem uh this week, right? How are you what are your impressions on it? Yeah. It's a game. <laughs> <laughs> that it is. I guess you're not um, enjoying it overly much then. Um, no, uh, there's l- things to love, but it is a solid six. You're yeah. right. It's a solid I'm glad, six. Uh, I'm glad you but got I my pa- back there, James. But I paid like nothing for it, really, at the end of the day. So, Is it already discounted? Yeah. No, no, no. Like I, I price matched it on the day and I got that right. two, mo- yeah. two month deal. So yeah. like, it was really $29, <laughs> technically, but <laughs> I was uh, happy with that. Cool. Uh, and then last thing. Um, I wanted to discuss this week was that uh, Cyberpunk 2077 has been announced that it's going to be at E3, um, which I'm very excited about. I'm hugely excited for this game. So any any like little bit of information we get about it, I'm going to be jumping all over. Uh, Steven, what would you hope to see from it at E3 this year? I kind of want to see what sort of mood they're going to go for uh, with Cyberpunk because, mm. I don't know, I think of Cyberpunk stories in... I guess games and specifically, it's always very, uh, very dire, very sad. It's all the world has been taken over by corporations and we're really sad about it and it's not good. <laughs> like, I, I, I get that that has something to say. And then again, mm-hmm. whether whether the developers and publishers will have the uh, courage, for want of a better word, to say, you know, so many developers at the moment are afraid to say that this is actually making a statement. We'll do it in the game, but we won't tell you that it's actually making a statement because, you know, certain segments of the gaming public won't like it if we do that. Mm. But, like, I think it'll be interesting to see if there's any because it's, like, going to be probably Witcher-sized or even more, if there's, like, some snippets of positive cyberpunk i guess i just want there to be little snippets of hope in there that's like maybe the future is going to be completely horrendous and you know mark zuckerberg will control everything we do but there'll be some nice things in there too the cyberpunk's not all bad i hope (laughs) Mm. yeah i i guess i'm kind of keen as well like to see the sort of like the the more the world building sort of side of things like i love seeing the sort of gameplay um that we already had like a sort of consecutive thing. I kind of don't want to see much more of that because I kind of want to experience those missions sort of as they come. Um, so I, for that reason, I'm sort of like less interested in the story side of things. I kind of want to enjoy that once I have the full game. Um, but I'm excited to like see about like all in the way that sort of like Rockstar do the GTA things of like, here's everything you can sort of do in the world and the sort of people that you'll meet and stuff like that. Um, I feel like something like that would be really cool and, and, and help to sort of maybe express the tone of the game a bit like you were saying as well. Is this yeah, a game totally. you're excited for at all, James? I've not gauged your, uh, I don't really know well. yet. <laughs> um, no. I think that people are like, Oh, the Witcher was so good. So this will be good. I don't know if that's like, I feel like this is a type of game that, these guys haven't made before, so I don't really. I'm not going to assume it's going to be great until I play it. If that makes sense, yeah. Um, I mean, like the fact that it's all like first person and a shooter and all yeah, that, like, like it's, very, it's very different, like in yeah. almost every way to something like The Witcher. Um, mm. And yeah, I don't know. It's uh, oh, there we go. I just said it again. Um, <laughs> it's <laughs> it's just I want to play it before I I guess get excited for it. And there is just so many games coming it's out. A fair point. 
before that that I'd rather wait. Yeah. I don't know. There's just no point in getting excited for stuff that's so far away, in my yeah. opinion. Yeah. That's a whole topic. Yeah, I think like, like, there's so much coming get out. We're a release date for this, surely. Like, it's going to be... Ugh. Yeah. I, I'm just... Uh, that's just how I work. Like, I'm sure everyone else is different, um, but there's just so many great games, for example, coming out this month, like, that I'd be more excited to play. Mm. Um, but I'm excited that it's coming together, because I did think it... There was, like, crazy rumours that it'd be next-gen and stuff, but I'm glad it seems to be this-gen, for sure. Um, maybe it is yeah, this year. I don't know. I don't know if you can rule that out yet. I'm you still, reckon? I'm still of know. the opinion that we're closer to next gen than we think, but mm, I, no, I don't know. You're right. I know that's Ish. that's opening a, a that's I'm, opening a yeah. can of worms. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Let's I move you on. Make, you raise a good point though that it is like it is a very different game, and I hadn't really considered that because I'm I've definitely been in the camp of like CD Projekt can do no wrong. The Witcher was amazing. They've made like, three games like the Witcher, and that's it, really. Yeah, um, not to diminish because I know so many of my friends and so many people who listen to this are like such big fans of it, but. I just think there's a lot of unknowns here for them. Mm. Um, so I'm interested to see how it does play out. Yeah. But I did. I was impressed, and I still am impressed, that it, it isn't just that kind of dark, grimy, Blade Runner-esque cyberpunk. It seems to be a very almost Watch Dogs 2-esque in like the way it was bright and colourful when they first showed off some footage last year. It certainly seems to be a very um, living world. Yeah, like I, don't, I just hate that every cyberpunk game is the same now. Like, yeah, it's all exactly. the same kind of vibe and look and setting. But this does seem to look quite different, which is a plus for them already. Mm. Um, but we'll see, won't we? I guess we're just going to have to wait. <laughs> we need a see. counter, like a sound effect for each time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just need a button. It's just like, it's Bing. got me recorded on it. Uh, all right. Well, now it's time for What the Wiki, or am I the What the Wiki? is a Starcast game show where the host reads part of a Wikipedia page for an unknown game, and you, the contestants, must guess the game. Uh, thanks to the official What the Wiki keeper of the score, at Jamie Penning. Over on Twitter, we have a recap from last week in which it was Brody's turn to take uh, the turn as the host of What the Wiki. Uh, my James and Steven stepped up into the ring uh, to battle it out, and uh, it was a lot more straightforward, he said, as James showed why he's the current champion by taking this week's point. A lot more straightforward. It was just a just a cruisy victory. It was over pretty by quick, James. wasn't it? Just trampled yeah, it, us all. I did remember it wrapping up pretty quickly. You're pretty you're pretty dominant, James, and hence why you're hosting this week. Uh, according to the new rule system in which the the winner of the previous week takes over the hosting duties. Uh, So take it away, James. Okay, so our first one is from Jamie Penning as well. Um, I'm very worried that neither of you will get it, but we'll see. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Let's go. We will have Um, to see. (laughs) Wait to see. (laughs) But I don't know. (laughs) Um, So... The game is... Oh, wait. Are you guys ready? Yeah, so ready. Yes. Sorry. I mean, not, very not really, but let's go. I'm not a normal <laughs> host. Um, <laughs> the game is a 2003 game developed by Jupiter and published by the Pokemon Company for the Game Boy Advance held handheld game console. It was first revealed at E3 2003. The North American release date was done to coincide with the fifth anniversary of Pokemon Red and Blue. The game itself is based on Pokemon Ruby and Sapphire and is, in Steven? some ways... Yes. Pokemon Pinball Ruby and Sapphire? Oh, you you got it. No way. Yeah, boy. Oh, <laughs> I, 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 oh of course Steven would get that. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, Ewan. I was like racking my brain. Like, what sort of like in-between Pokemon games might there have been? There you go. Yeah. Um, so that, go. Uh, Jamie said, like, you. I bet you know why this is relevant. And I, I wasn't sure. And I think it's because Pokemon just got revealed. But 
if there's some other pinball related event that I've missed, please let, <laughs> <laughs> please let me the, know. The Pokemon Pinball World Champions for this week. How'd you miss that? Oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, well. Well I done. think it's time to move on to the next game. <laughs> well done, Stephen. So, Stephen's uh, off the mark if he guesses uh, the next game. He's taken away the points this week. Yeah, I was going to say all that. Oh, okay. I'm the host. Sorry, I'm, oh, okay. I'm sorry. You seem <laughs> ready to launch host the over next here. Game. I'm the quiz master. Sure. All right. I'm sorry, the James. Next... It's the last <laughs> time I interrupt you. Nah, it's fine. Um, anyway, let's go. Stephen won. Ewan, none. <laughs> the game is an action-adventure hack-and-slash-shooter video game developed what? and published by Capcom in 2003. Damn it. No one's called it yet. You're both at a disadvantage. So, In terms of chronological order, the game's events are set after the events of Devil May Cry 3 and prior to Devil May Cry 4. It, the game has... Res- oh, although the recent game has changed where it has situated in the timeline of the series. On release, the game received mixed reviews with significantly lower scores than its predecessor. Chief among the complaints was that the difficulty was lower than in the first game. The combat system was also criticised as being Steven? less refined. Yes. Devil May Cry 2? Yes, it is. Wait, <laughs> Devil May Cry 2. Oh, what? Oh, I'm so well tripped out. <laughs> oh, what did you think? I, I was totally thinking it was, again, like some sort of in-between sort of game. Like, what do you mean it, the, the events were set in between 3 and 4? Yeah, it's a mess. Like that's the only reason because that's just Twisted how they made timeline. It. They basically made that game. It was a, it was a disaster, and they kept putting it back in the timeline so they didn't have to deal with it. That's just... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So so sorry. Let me get this yeah. straight. So Devil May Cry okay. three comes out, and it take it's like a prequel to two, and then four comes out, and it's set after it. Okay, so the order <laughs> the order is three, one. Two, four, right? <laughs> I'm so glad we have you on to answer these questions. That has recently changed as of this week. <laughs> They've changed it around. So now it's three, one, four, two, wait, three, one. I can't. It's, it's gone. I'm sorry. I'm out. But, like, I'm yeah, sorry. No, I, 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 I'm you out lost now. me. <laughs> yeah, no. well, what? You don't have to play two, so that's always a plus. So it's not, um, it's not like, I'm sorry, you're going to have to forgive my ignorance here. Just humor me no, for a bit. No, it's fine. Yeah. So it's not like a, it's not like a Star Wars kind of situation no. where people recommend you watch them in different orders. It is like that is chronologically like the order of the chronologically story. because it was such a disaster. Like it was voted the biggest disappointment of two thousand and three, um, the worst <laughs> game ever. Um, wow. Because some among you said it's a surprise it failed so spectacularly. Um, but wow. yeah, like because it was such a disaster, they kind of like put it in the middle of some of the games and said, "Yeah, it's happened. Move on." <laughs> Because <laughs> um, originally, yeah, sorry, originally it was three, one, four, two, mm. and now it's um, three, one, two, four, five. <laughs> well, I'm disappointed I didn't get any points, but I'm glad I received an education. <laughs> I have a, sh- I have a short third one if you want to try. No, let's not give okay. you the pity points. Let's not oh, do it. Okay. Well, <laughs> no then. Points. well done, Stephen. Stay on zero. <laughs> oh, thank you. Thank you. I'm on one point. I got one point so far this season. It was the oh, week when I mean, we did exclusively over the shoulder action adventure. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the Ewan week. Yeah, the Ewan week. Yeah, exactly. With that, let's bring an end to what was episode 167 of the Startcast. Subscribe to us on the podcast service of your choice. Follow us at press.au. Join the conversation with hashtag the Startcast. And of course, visit the site at press.com.au. We've been joined today by James. 
Yeah, you can find me on Twitter on at jams, A-T-J-A-M-Z, um, talking about delivery updates and <laughs> being upset about Devil May Cry leaks. What, <laughs> but what? otherwise... What did huh? you order out of interest? Is it oh just just some clothes? Oh okay, all right. Are these the different... are, are these the pajamas? Oh no, they oh, came okay. ages ago. The, not the Peter Alexander, uh, the Mario, Mario ones. Yeah, yeah, I got some of them. Nice. Yeah, I got the Donkey Kong shorts. I just <sighs> oh cool. I just love the the irony of shorts with bananas on them. Really, uh, we've oh, also been I joined today. <laughs> we've also been joined today by Stephen. Yeah, um, I'm at Stephen Impson on all the things. Uh, follow me on Instagram for photos of things from the Adelaide Fringe, I guess. That's what's happening at the moment. Nice. I saw you uh, tweeting about that. You see some good acts? Yeah. Um, I went to a a sing-along of Simpsons songs with a man in a bar, which was quite fun. Wow. Uh, yeah. That sounds, so, that and- sounds like awesome, very fringe stuff. It was very fringe. It was my first fringe thing ever, so I feel like I got a very good fringe intro. Yeah, yeah. Very cool. And I've been your host, Ewan Roxburgh. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram, Ewan underscore Roxburgh. I'm sorry if I ruined those Donkey Kong pajama shorts for you. Thanks again for tuning in, and until next time, happy gaming. Bye. See ya.